If you have gifted knowledge, you oftentimes will be more of an introvert, meaning you're going to love people, but to replenish, you need silence and solitude because mm-hmm. the gift of knowledge is gift of research and study. Mm-hmm. And so um, for me, uh, I need a couple days a week of silence and solitude to study. Mm-hmm. And I love people and I love ministry and I teach on Saturday, I teach on Sunday, I teach on Wednesday. I'll hug you, I'll pray for you, but then I need a break. And the difference between an introvert and extrovert, an extrovert is really energized by people uh, and an introvert is exhausted by them and they're energized by silence and solitude. Mm -hmm. And so if you have the gift of knowledge, this may explain some of the conflict in your marriage. If you are a person who is uh, more relational, more extroverted, you're going to be like, no, no, I, I connect spiritually and I learn and I grow by getting in a group and talking and have a conversation and laughing. And if you have gift of knowledge, you're like, I need to go get a book and sit in a corner. <laughs> so even the ways that you learn God's word or grow spiritually are yeah. just different. Yep. You need to understand that. Well, we did it, babe. We came to the last... <laughs> Came to the last episode in the Real Marriage Podcast series. I just want to make you laugh. You know what? I wish we could bottle that laugh up. I mean, the whole world needs to hear it. So uh, Mark and Grace Driscoll here doing a uh, season of podcasts on spiritual gifts. Hey, we're in the Christmas season, and it's the season when people give and receive gifts, and God has a gift for you. It's called a spiritual gift. It's an ability to serve others and do ministry starting with your spouse. So what do we got for him today? Last episode. And, and by the way, too, I, I ask questions and then I keep talking. Um, mm-hmm. Don't do that to your spouse. It's very rude. <laughs> um, so we're not dealing with the sign gifts, miracles, healings, prophecy, and tongues. Oh, my. But all of that is in the free study guide. We're covering all the other sign other than the sign gifts, we're covering the speaking and the serving spiritual gifts. And so we'd love to just get this resource to you. It's about 100 pages. It's free. Help you understand how God designed you and your spouse and maybe your kids. What's the subject for this episode? Grand finale. Knowledge. Knowledge. (laughs) Okay, so knowledge. This is the nerd gift. You definitely have it. Yep. I'm your blue collar scholar. That's me. If you have the gift of knowledge, you love information, information, research, data, uh, you get down rabbit trails of kind of eccentric things that other people be like, what does that matter? You're like, I don't know. I just find it interesting. If you're going to make a decision, you like to do all of your research and look at all the facts and come to your conclusions. Um, you love footnotes. If you're next level knowledge <laughs> gift, oh, you've accepted dead guys into your heart. You love books. You love <laughs> lectures. You love Latin words. You love Greek words. You love Hebrew words. You're a person who lives at a subterranean level on whatever subject you find interesting. And where most people are like, I'm bored now. You're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm still interested. Yeah, I'm going to keep being a learner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think you have this gift? Uh, in the area of natural medicine. So this is what's really interesting. Some people will have a gift of knowledge, but it's not in every area. There's a few areas that they really are interested. So talk about, talk about those areas for you. Yeah. I mean, I love natural medicine. I love figuring out our bodies and how to naturally help issues that come up or prevent issues. Um, I love learning. I understand it. Um, even though 
it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Um, so when a doctor or naturopath talks to me, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally understand what when you're the saying. When were little, <laughs> I didn't, I don't have, so I, I, I have gift of knowledge like in theology when it comes to medicine, I got nothing. I'm like, <laughs> give them a burrito and you know, pray for the best. And so when the kids were little, you had, I mean, I felt like I was, it was crazy. You'd be like, <laughs> put the garlic drops in their ear. And I was like, they're not a pasta. What do they need garlic drops for? And you'd be like, well, if we, you know, heat up their feet and rub their belly <laughs> and put this, you know, goat's, yeah, just areas. goat's hoof under their left toe, no. they'll fart and then the gas will leave their body and they'll stop screaming. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, we didn't actually do that. But yes, there were certain areas that I did engage more. And I love learning about counseling and compassion toward people and learning how to help people on the emotional level um, and the spiritual level. So the stuff that you tend to read or listen to, what would be the categories that you like to drill down in for knowledge? Natural medicine and counseling. And parenting. <laughs> and parenting. Yeah. yeah. So relationships and the body. And so really it's health. It's healthy body healthy relationships, healthy families, like mm -hmm. just, I would say your gift of knowledge in that realm of health mm -hmm. overall, anything connected to that, mm -hmm. you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about your um, thick neck, deep voice, <laughs> best friend? Uh, well, definitely theology, the Bible. I mean, you love learning about travel. You like learning about um, just any kind of bizarre issue i mean you have so much we always bizarre well That's you have judgy. you have a lot of information in your head and we joke because you'll come off with like a jeopardy answer about something and have no idea where you got it but you know and you remember the whole story of when you even accumulated the knowledge i do so, i mean if you, it's like you, a filing cabinet in your brain and you just like it just opens and whoop, the file comes out and <laughs> yeah just i mean for you that are listening like if you need any help with theology 80s butt rock or <laughs> first generation cage fighters i'm your guy like, or baseball or i mean even cars, sports, cars yeah building uh, construction interior design like i just find everything interesting <laughs> except for naturopathy i just <laughs> she puts the vitamins in the container and i eat yes, them i eat good. so many vitamins okay gosh oh do we have to eat that many vitamins <laughs> anyway so gift of knowledge so um if you have gift of knowledge you oftentimes will be more of an introvert meaning you're going to love people, but to replenish, you need silence and solitude because mm -hmm. the gift of knowledge is gift of research and study. Mm -hmm. And so um, for me, uh, I need a couple days a week of silence and solitude to study. Mm -hmm. And I love people and I love ministry and I teach on Saturday, I teach on Sunday, I teach on Wednesday. I'll hug you, I'll pray for you, but then I need a break. And the difference between an introvert and extrovert, an extrovert is really energized by people uh, and an introvert is exhausted by them and they're energized by silence and solitude. Mm -hmm. And so if you have the gift of knowledge, you, you, this may explain some of the conflict in your marriage. If you are a person who is uh, more relational, more extroverted, you're going to be like, no, no, I, I connect spiritually and I learn and I grow by getting in a group and talking and have a conversation and laughing. And if you have gift of knowledge, you're like, 
I need to go get a book and sit in a corner. <laughs> so even the ways that you learn God's word or grow spiritually are yeah. just different. Yep. You need to understand that. What happens if I don't give my silence and solitude permission to speak freely? Um, you get a little grumpy. <laughs> I think it's cute. You said a little grumpy. So yeah. And you will just look at me. You're like, you need to just go get some silence and solitude. Mm -hmm. Like you just need to go study and, and get with the Lord. And so maybe tell them, um, so here's the total honesty. Uh, Grace has a lot of shoes and I have a lot of books mm -hmm. and we don't judge each other. <laughs> So maybe tell them what this looks like. If you have gift of knowledge, you're going to need some money in the budget for things like Logos Bible software, which I love with all my heart, books, commentaries, <laughs> study Bibles. You're going to need some money in your budget mm -hmm. for information. Yep. Sometimes this can include travel, going to places to learn. I love all of that. Um, and it may even mean that there's a room at your house that's set up as a library and there's a lot of books and it's a quiet spot. There's not a TV and the kids aren't allowed to come in and, you know, wrestle. It's it's a it's a solitude spot for mm -hmm. study. That's if you have the gift of knowledge, that's going to be one of your favorite things is to sit somewhere with a book and coffee or tea or whatever your thing might be. Maybe tell them. What is my, I've always had a study at the house. I have an office at the church and then I have a study at the house and they're different. Mm -hmm. The study has a big table with screens that you can write. Multiple have. screens. It and looks like it the has, starship. It's surrounded by shelves of books that you can grab at any moment as needed. I have. And a chair to sit in to read. Comfy chair quiet it's in the corner of the house so it's the quiet room and yeah there are thousands of books on the shelf and there are thousands maybe tens of thousands i don't even know of books on my laptop including the logos bible software mm -hmm. massive screen so i can be working in 10 books and four screens and all at once as much information as quickly as possible. And it's not overwhelming to you. Whereas for me, that would be incredibly overwhelming. I have to study a book at a time. <laughs> well, and then I'll turn on like bro country really loud. So mm -hmm. I'll be listening to Chris Stapleton or Hardy, or I used to listen to punk rock, but now I'm too old for that. So, mm -hmm. um, but for me, it is an act of worship. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy it and I look forward to it. And so that's why I like, preaching and study guides. I like taking everything books that I learn and I like sharing it mm -hmm. so that it has a life and it can help somebody. It can do something. I, I love that. It never gets old. I never get tired of it. And for me, the study is an act of worship and it's loving God with all your mind, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, Paul's got this little line in one of his letters. He's like, Hey, when you come visit, bring my books. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I get that, mm -hmm. man. If you don't have your books, you're having a bad day. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have someone in your family or even your spouse that has the gift of knowledge, um, yeah, they're probably going to do some things differently. And even if you're married to someone and they have the gift of knowledge, when they go to make a decision, they're going to want to do all their research. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
if you're the more discernment wisdom person, you're like, well, I prayed and I asked the Lord and he said, this is what to do. If you're the knowledge person, you're like, well, that's great. Now I'm going to go run all the numbers and put out the spreadsheets and the budget and do the homework. And that's what I'm going to do. And so Mm -hmm. it's getting to know how God is hardwired and given divine design to your spouse. So you can even understand each other and you're better together. That's why it's not good to be alone. So, um, gift of knowledge, uh, you've got a couple of little things to consider on the checklist. Mm -hmm. And this is directly from the study guide that we'd love to give you. Yeah. I mean, some of the things you talked about, are you a mentally curious person who finds new things to learn a fun challenge in studying God's word? Have you found that new insights and understanding of difficult subjects comes easy to you? Are you frustrated when you hear bad teaching from someone who has not done their homework? Does information, lies, and untruth bother you at a profoundly deep level? Yeah. And so if you're a person who loves knowledge, you tend to be a truth person as well. Mm -hmm. And you tend to only really have the ability to follow people who are leaders. This can be pastoral leaders or whatever, who you know they've done their homework. Mm -hmm. And they have credibility to their process. So um, one thing that we would really, 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 really encourage you as we are headed to and through the holiday season looking into next year, this would be a really good time. If you've got some time off as a couple uh, during the holidays, usually there's a little downtime. And rather than just spending it on your phone or spending it, um, you know, just binge watching Mm -hmm. television or whatever the case may be, we would really encourage you in light of the spiritual gift of knowledge to just ask one another, Gosh, okay, next year, what are the things that you really want to dig deeper Mm -hmm. in? You can't dig deep into everything, but is there an area in God's Word? This can be podcasts, classes, lectures. uh, This can be Bible studies, whatever. Mm -hmm. What are the, what, if you had to pick one area or a couple of areas for next year that you were saying, I really want to grow in knowledge in this area. Mm -hmm. I want to research here. I want to learn here. Mm -hmm. I want to study here. And then the two of you sketching out during this, maybe, you know, a little bit of a downtime during the holidays next year. Okay. What does that look like? Do we need Mm -hmm. to get you Bible software? Do we need to get you a study Bible? Do we need to go get some books? Do we need to increase the budget for books? Do we need to set up a place in the house that is dedicated solely just to silence and solitude and Mm -hmm. study? And we're going to get a comfy chair and some books and we're going to set it up so that it is a place where people can kind of do their deep dive into learning and growing in knowledge. Uh, Most uh, couples could easily identify one or two things that they really would benefit from. Mm but they don't just actually take the practical steps to make that happen. Like everybody who's listening probably says, yeah, I should learn God's word more Mm -hmm. next year than I did this year. Okay, great. What does that look like? If you had to pick one area, honey, for next year in the area of knowledge, you're like, I'd really like to just kind of focus there, deep dive there, commit some months to really doing the dig in that soil. What would that be for you? Um, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, which is helpful for me and driving and stuff. It fills that time, but um, probably um, kind of going through some things of understanding the wounded heart of people. A lot of people have been through trauma and um, hardship and just wanting to understand more of that um, because in women's ministry, working with women, 
Um, I want to know how to best help them. And I know there's places in my heart that are still wounded. So if I can, you know, allow God to reach into those places and continue to heal up personally, then I can also be more helpful to others. So, uh, I know next year I'm going to be preaching through the book of Genesis. Mm-hmm. So I'm deep into the weeds on that, which will be super fun. I did it years ago and I'm I'm ready to go deeper. Um, and I've been studying a lot lately in the brain sciences, mm-hmm. how habits, patterns, addictions form, how trauma rehardwires the brain, how we can get out of negative feedback loops, mm-hmm. what the Bible calls taking off certain habits, putting on others. So yeah, lately, just one rabbit trail I've been down is the brain sciences mm-hmm. and behavior yeah, change. Great. I mean, all those things help contribute to our overall understanding of the body and, and our emotions and everything. And and maybe in closing, so as a married couple, looking back on this past year, if there was an area that was most painful, mm-hmm. that probably should be the area that you're pursuing more knowledge in for next year. Mm-hmm. If you're like, financially, this was a rough year. Okay, then maybe that goes to the top of the priority, stewardship, finances. If it's like, man, we're having trouble with our kids. Okay, maybe it's parenting that mm-hmm. goes to the top of the level and we're going to be doing a lot of parenting books and audio books and podcasts and they're okay. Maybe it was marriage. Marriage was rough this year. It was, it was, we definitely got to shore that up. Maybe it was Bible study. Maybe this was just a lean year for your soul. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like I, I really knew God's word. Or maybe it was the practical stuff. You're like, I didn't spend a lot of time in prayer and worship and God's presence. And I need to do a deep dive study on the ministry of the Holy spirit and really get to know him better and grow in that personal relationship. Uh, maybe it's leadership and, uh, you know, you had a lot of tough decisions to make at home or at work or at church. And so it's leadership. And so this gift of knowledge is the ability to hone in on an area. And whether or not you have the spiritual gift of knowledge, the Holy Spirit wants you to grow in knowledge. Absolutely. It says of Jesus, you know, that he grew in wisdom, stature and favor with men and God, that he was mm-hmm. constantly a lifelong mm-hmm. learner and adding to his learning. And so, you know, sometimes what we do is we feel pain, but we don't do research. Mm. And when we don't do research, we just continue to do those things that are painful. And so, yeah, for me, I mean, the first things that come to mind is the book of Genesis I'm super excited about. And then also, yeah, the stuff I'm learning in the brain sciences is just, it's just interesting for me. Mm -hmm. Just looking at people from any potential angle, you know, brain science to the Holy Spirit, to the scriptures, to the social sciences, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out anything we can to help understand how people work mm-hmm. and how, how there can be improvement for them in their life and their family and their legacy. Yeah. Our daughter's putting together a Bible reading plan for next year. Uh, and so I, I'm going to be going through that as well, just because it's great to, I mean, the Bible is an endless learning opportunity if we're willing to ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand it. And so just seeing it as a whole and not just sections of it, but looking at it as a whole going from beginning to end. And so um, that's also a helpful way, even as a couple, to go through the Bible together in a year. It's a great plan to have. And so, yeah, there's lots of different ways to do that. Yeah. And if you're a Christian and you're just every year quoting the same verses, Mm. if you're a Christian who just keeps reading the same scriptures, If you're not growing in knowledge, um, challenge yourself, you need to challenge yourself and grow. And sometimes people reach a point where they're like, I know enough that I think I'm Mm -hmm. good. And the truth Mm -hmm. is, no, it's like manna in the morning Mm -hmm. every day. You need new insight from God for whatever that day might provide. And so Ashley, our oldest daughter who runs Real Faith for us is in the back 
pumping her fist. She's very excited. So she's put together a read through the Bible in a year. And uh, we'll have information on that at realfaith.com where you can find it, honey, on version. And it'll be read through the Bible in a year with Pastor Mark. And the truth is, Ashley put it all together. So, <laughs> so it's Ashley. Um, and, uh, and even that's one resource where it's just trying to increase your knowledge of God's word. And we know that God will meet with you and speak to you through his word if you'll take that time to be in it. And when you have that knowledge, then there's more you can apply in your life and work on being more Christ-like. We want a great next year for you. Yep. And even if you had a good year, we want next year to be better. And the real question that we're giving you as an assignment is, what do you need to learn Mm -hmm. uh, to have next year be a great year? Mm. And so, uh, honey, why don't you close out this series? And if you'd like all of this and the supernatural gifts that we didn't include in the podcast series, uh, about a hundred page free resource on spiritual gifts. And it's our gift to you. Dear Lord, thank you um, that we are each gifted um, in one or more ways and that you allow that so that we can um, just bless others um, through those gifts. So Lord, I pray that you would help us discover what those things are and that we would use those in our marriages first and with our in our homes with our kids extended family friends people in church neighbors lord there's just so many ways we can bless others with our gift but lord i pray that we would really hone in on what that is and how to best um, encourage and bless others with that lord i help pray that this would be um, the launch into a good new year um, a different year a year of us growing not living in fear but living in courage knowing what you've gifted us with and knowing how to walk in those things. So Lord, thank you for your faithfulness in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.